You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, June 14th. If you didn't already know, next Monday, the 19th of June, is the Juneteenth holiday commemorating the end of slavery across the United States. UC San Diego will explore what the Juneteenth holiday means for Americans, celebrate Black excellence, and center ways in which all communities can observe, reflect, and educate in commemoration. Visit the event section of the Blink homepage and click on Juneteenth holiday to explore the special events being held in honor of this important day. In other news, the IT Services Inclusive Excellence Forum will be held next Wednesday, June 21st at 1 p.m. This monthly hour-long session includes topics from a wide range of diversity and inclusion content, from readings, videos, breakout sessions, and group discussions, to guest speakers and a book club. The forum seeks to provide the opportunity for anyone within ITS to join an open, safe, and respectful space wherein difficult subjects can be broached and conversations can happen. Keep your eye out for tomorrow's IT Services newsletter for the Zoom link to join next week's Inclusive Excellence Forum. And now let's send it over to Mr. Paul Kruger for another compelling installment of This Month in Tech History. Take it away, Paul. Hey, everyone. It's Paul Kruger again with This Month in Tech History. Now, this month, I decided to do something a little different. Instead of giving you an entire list of things that happened this month in history, I decided to just give you one thing that happened this month in tech history. On June 18th, 1983, space shuttle program STS-7, astronaut Sally Ride becomes the first American woman in space. Okay, that's it. See you, everybody. I'm just kidding. I decided that we were going to do a little bit more of a deep dive into who Sally Ride was and her connection with UCSD. So Sally Ride was born on May 26, 1951. She joined NASA in 1978 and in 1983 became the first woman to fly in space. And she was also the youngest American astronaut to have flown in space at the age of 32. She was a graduate of Stanford where she earned her bachelor in science degree in physics and a bachelor of arts degree in English literature in 1973, master's in phys physics in 1975 and a PhD in physics in 1978 for her research of the, of the interaction of X-rays with the interstellar medium. She was selected as a mission specialist astronaut with NASA Astronaut Group 8, the first class of NASA astronauts to include women. After completing her training in 1979, she served as a ground-based capsule communicator, or CAPCOM, for the second and third space shuttle flights and helped develop the space shuttle's robotic arm. In June 1983, she flew on Space Shuttle Challenger and STS-7 for her first mission. The mission deployed two communication satellites, the first space shuttle pallet uh, satellite, or SPAS-1, Wright operated the robotic arm to deploy and retrieve SPAS-1. Her second spaceflight was STS-41G mission in 1984, which was also aboard Challenger, and she spent a total of 343 hours in space before leaving NASA in 1987. In July of 1989, she became a professor of physics here at UC San Diego and the director of California Space Institute, CalSpace, part of the university's Scripps Institution of Oceanography. Maybe some of you have heard of it. Her research primarily involved the study of nonlinear optics and Thomson scattering. I had to look that up. Thomson scattering is elastic scattering of electromagnetic radiation by a free charged particle. 
She remained director of Cal Space until 1996 and then retired from UCSD in 2007 and became Professor Emeritus. Having been married to astronaut Stephen Hawley during her spaceflight years and in private, had a long-term relationship with former Women's Tennis Association player Tam O'Shaughnessy. She's the first known astronaut to have been part of the LGBTQ community. In 2011, while delivering a speech at the National Science Teachers Association Conference in San Francisco, O'Shaughnessy noticed that she looked ill. Alarmed, she had her book at doctor's appointment for the following day. A medical ultrasound revealed a tumor the size of a golf ball in her abdomen. A follow-up CT scan here at UCSD confirmed that the diagnosis was pancreatic cancer. She underwent chemotherapy and radiation therapy to reduce the size of the tumor and had some follow-up surgeries to remove parts of, horror, of the tumor. Unfortunately, Sally Ride died on July 23rd, 2012 at the age of 61 at her home in La Jolla. Following cremation, her ashes were interred next to those of her father at Woodlawn Memorial Cemetery in Santa Monica. Her papers are in the National Air and Space Museum archives of the Smithsonian Institution in DC. Ride's obituary publicly revealed for the first time that O'Shaughnessy had been her partner of 27 years. In April 2013, the United States Navy announced that a research ship will be named in honor of Ride. Her research vessel, Sally Ride, was christened by O'Shaughnessy herself on August 9th, 2014, and delivered to the Scripps Institution of Oceanography in 2016. It was the first vessel in the research fleet to be named after a female scientist. Ride received numerous awards throughout her lifetime and after. She received the National Space Society's Von Braun Award, the Lindbergh Eagle by Charles A. Lindbergh Fund, the NCAA's Theodore Roosevelt Award. She was inducted into the National Women's Hall of Fame and the Astronaut Hall of Fame and was awarded the NASA Spaceflight Medal twice. Elementary schools in the United States were even named after her, including her including Sally Ride Elementary School in Woodlands, Texas, and Sally Ride Elementary School in Germantown, Maryland. In 1984, she received the Samuel S. Beard Award for Greatest Public Service by an individual 35 years or under, an award given out annually by Jefferson Awards. California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger and First Lady Maria Shriver inducted Ride into the California Hall of Fame and the Cal at the California Museum of History, Women, and the Arts on December 6th, 2006. The following year, she was inducted into the National Aviation Hall of Fame in Dayton, Ohio. In December 2012, the Space Foundation bestowed upon Ride the highest honor, the General James E. Hill Lifetime Achievement Space Award. A national tribute to Sally Ride was held at the John F. Kennedy Center for Performing Arts in Washington, D.C. on May 20th, 2013. That day, President Barack Obama announced that Ride would receive the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the highest civilian award in the United States. The medal was presented to O'Shaughnessy at a ceremony at the White House on November 20th, 2013. Ride was inducted to the Legacy Walk, an outdoor public display in Chicago that celebrates LGBTQ community history and people in 2014. Stanford University's Sarah House, located on Lucy Stern Hall, was renamed the Sally Ride House in 2019. The U.S. Postal Service issued a first-class postage stamp honoring her in 2018, and she appeared on one of the, as the, one of the first two honorees of the American Women Quarter Series in March 2022, and she's the first known LGBT person to appear on U.S. currency. On April 1st, 2022, an Earth observation satellite named after Ride was launched into space as part of the Stelliologic LF-1 constellation. And finally, 
the Cygnus spacecraft used for MG-18 mission was named the SS Sally Ride in her honor, which launched on November 7th, 2022. Thanks for coming along with me on this month in tech history and our little uh, deep dive into who Sally Ride was and what she did for our community here at UCSD and women's community, the LGBTQ community, spaceflight community, and the human race in general. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.